Hi, this is Jasmine Fernandez at the National Portrait Gallery with Sijo, and I have a few questions for you. Um, one would be, describe your philosophy on art. The art that I love and the art that I like to produce tends to pose questions more so than definitive answers. It's evocative, thought-provoking, uh, expansive. Um, it allows individuals to contextualize themselves and others and their societies. The work that I do and the work that I like also has, although it's created under restraints, ends up having an overall message that goes beyond race, ethnicity, sex, age, or religion. Okay. Um, the next question would be, what does Asian American mean to you? I think there are similarities with Americans of Asian ancestry as opposed to other Americans with different ancestries, and there are also differences. The, sim the similarities involve understanding and have a cu having a curiosity for other cultures, and also the fact that we as Americans have different relationships with our ancestral culture, and those relationships tend to vary on what we're introduced to by our families or our personal experiences growing up in the States with those ethnic cultures or our heritage. And that tends to reign over any American that has any heritage. The differences involve obviously having one, having both the East and the West uh, influence inside your personality and, and those types of relationships with, with both the East and the West. And one is the fact that you are definitely viewed initially as an individual who is Asian because of your Asian DNA identifying you on your exterior. And that separates Asian Americans from, from other Americans of other ethnicities. Uh, the other difference involves, for me, a different way of understanding perspective and, and thinking the different personas, the collective persona versus the individual persona. The collective being based from Confucianism and the individual promoting innovation and, and personality. So it's really understanding the the way decisions are being made, the way life choices are being made using those different types of personas and incorporating them into to my life to make the best decisions possible. So, okay. um, Our last question is, what are the classic stories, jokes, or songs in your family? I tend to shy away from personal stories uh, that are dispelled, but I think I could, I'll definitely use this question as an opportunity to touch on a few other stories that were told by the other Kyopos uh, in the project. And they're, they're somewhat lighthearted and humorous, and one incorporates uh, a comment that Mary Choi had mentioned. She was talking about how some cultures that migrate from homogeneous societies who come to the States tend to perform certain cultural behaviors with a certain kind of zeal. And she 
said, of course, Koreans have to peel their Korean apples in pairs in a long winding spiral that does not break. It's in one piece. And of course, they have to eat the fruit with a fussy two-pronged fork because that's just part of their culture. And uh, another one actually involves uh, some people call individuals of mixed uh, ethnicities hapas. Mm -hmm. And she is a Michelle Lee Svensson. And she grew up in Oklahoma. She looked like a Native American Indian and mm -hmm. was always mistaken for one. So she'd always have the question, oh, what tribe are you from? And she'd always respond, I'm from the Korean Scandinavian tribe of Oklahoma. What tribe are you from? So that was a, an interesting, funny answer. And another one she mentioned was in the 1980s, she had a Chinese restaurant. In fact, it was actually a Korean restaurant disguised as a Chinese oh, restaurant. Nice. So they made it look Chinese. They even brought a chef from China and had fortune cookies. And this Chinese restaurant was voted the best Chinese restaurant in Oklahoma City during that time. Really? So yeah, it was, it was very interesting. And it kind of, obviously, it touches on the fact that during that time, there are a lot of individuals that could understand the, the the Chinese ethnicity being prevalent, but didn't fully understand the Korean ethnicity. So mm -hmm. um, that was that was an interesting uh, interesting story. There are plenty others I can go into detail, but I just don't know how much time we have. So, um, so how did you come to terms with like being Asian American, or what was it in your life that you know? It How did you form this? Yeah, it wasn't really coming to terms with being Asian American. It's just who you are, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I think the ex exploratory process of that obviously began with this project. Mm -hmm. So that was when I was able to delve into more of the multiple facets that embodied uh, the various identities of individuals who were Asian American. And that really opened up a lot of different socially related issues, also behavioral related issues um, that I wasn't fully exposed to. I mean, I, I don't think a lot of individuals in their lifetime get to be exposed to so many different types of stories and experiences and in, unless they make a concerted effort to, to learn about them or they live in another country where there's more of a prevalence, but to, to learn about their personal issues um, and their relationships with their identity and, and their heritage, uh, in this case the Korean culture, but also with the Irish culture and the African American culture, uh, and, and, and many others was, was quite informative and educating, and I'm hoping that the people that experience this project will be able to, to leave with answers and questions and, and really lead with some type of conversation so um so out of my own curiosity how long did this project take and how many people did you interview this project actually started in november of 2004 and the last individual was shot in may of 2009 so it was a very long process and it was all done through the free time that i had obviously and it was definitely a grouping of individuals that grew to over 200 people, 240 photographically, 237 textually. 
And the reason why there's only 237 textually is because the questions to, to answer were not easy to answer and not everyone could actually put their thoughts onto paper. Mm -hmm. I mean, if somebody asks you, so what does being American mean to you or what does being Korean mean to you? How do you answer that? How do you put that on paper and how and, and can you feel confident with putting those words into stone? Mm -hmm. But I think the beauty behind it is the ever-evolving answers and experiences and opinions that individuals are are experiencing. So I feel like many individuals are going through a continual evolution of their identity based mm -hmm. on their their experiences and that's what makes this all exciting okay thank you thank you